Hello and welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community that sees and shares all things new. The new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Hi, this is Attorney Paul Sangalang, and I'm streaming live from Quezon City. You are watching Ask Attorney Paul on TNC. Viewing and listening to our contents do not create any client-lawyer relationship. Whatever comments and recommendations that we give during our sessions are strictly for educational, information, and training purposes only. Please engage a trusted and reliable lawyer for legal advice and professional services. Thank you. Good day, good morning. It's Friday once again, 10 a.m., streaming live from Quezon City. And if it's Friday, it's Ask Attorney Paul Day. Again, I am Attorney Paul Sangalang. And I'm here, of course, to answer your question because our title is Ask Attorney Paul. But before we proceed to answer your questions, let's start by saying our opening prayer para bless po tayo okay let's start i'm inviting you to join me to say our opening prayer so that we will be guided we will be inspired and we will be enlightened through the blessing of our lord okay sigrid please lead our opening prayer In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Loving Father, we humbly come before you in gratitude for the victories and challenges of this fruitful day. We thank you for all the blessings, mercy, and kindness you have bestowed on us and our families. We ask for your forgiveness for our sinfulness and shortcomings. We ask for your guidance, knowledge, and understanding for today's legal coaching session. As you continue to open our hearts, minds, and all human faculties for the new learnings that we will receive and encounter today. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord. Marami pong salamat. And it's Friday once again. It's a weekend. And today, what date is today? It's July 21. And we're streaming live. Live po ito. On other Fridays, we do a replay. But every Friday po at 10 a.m., it's Ask Attorney Paul Day at the new channel at PNC. So, meron po tayong mga prepared questions because we are we are sending survey. Nagsusurvey po tayo. We are sending out Google Forms asking people to send in their questions. And uh, we select uh, questions based on popularity, the most frequently asked question. Of course, uh, I also check what are the questions that my clients, no? I'm a practicing lawyer. My clients ask me a lot of questions. And of course, nirarangko po yan. So meron po tayo ngayong starter question. Pakita natin kung ano yung, yung uh, most frequently asked questions so far natin. Question number one from quote-unquote Juan de la Cruz, no? And I'm sure maraming nagtatanong nito, whether you are an employer or you're an employee, manager, supervisor, or leader in your company or organization, you want to know the answer to this particular question. Sigrid, pakibasa nga ang question ni Juan de la Cruz. Attorney Paul, what are the liabilities of an employer in case of work-related death, injury, or illness of an employee? Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, Sigrid, for this question. Alam nyo po, in a workplace, a lot of things can happen. Accidents can happen. And untoward incidents can happen, which may result in death, pagkamatay, injury, nasaktan, nasugatan, no? nabalian, illness, no? inatake sa puso, or whatever, uh, nagkaroon ng komplikasyon, nagsusuka, nahihilo, nahimatay. No? So, ang dami na pwedeng mangyari sa isang workplace, lalong-lalo na if the workplace is hazardous or high risk, no? Of course, uh, maraming workplace naman like offices, air-conditioned, and uh, safe, and um, healthy. But there are a lot of work environment that unfortunately hindi ganun ka-safe like maraming pollutions, uh, dangerous like in construction site, in mining sites, or may mga chemicals, may mga radiation like in manufacturing. So ang dami pong... Uh, risk no and daming danger na pwedeng matagpuan sa isang workplace at uh, of course there are other possible incidents like pwedeng mag-away ang uh, co-workers no pwedeng magkaroon ng sakitan pwedeng magkaroon ng suntukan there are a lot of possibilities no many possibilities that can happen in a workplace now unfortunately may mga casualties po na nangyayari sa ganitong situation. And if in the line of duty or work-related, kailangang malaman natin ano ang maasahan natin at ano ang obligation natin. If you're an employee, ano ang maasahan mo sa employer mo? 
At kung ikaw naman ay employer or part of the management, ano naman ang obligasyon mo sa mga employees who suffered death, injury, or illness while performing their job or while at the workplace? So yan po, dapat po malinaw yan para matik, para automatic po tayo in case something happen at the snap of the finger, alam na po kaagad ng management what to do. So this question involves some technicalities and legalities. Ganito po yan, meron po tayong batas. No? We have laws and regulations regarding this incident. Now, meron tayong civil code of the Philippines. Ito po yung basic law that governs uh, activities, relationship, properties, and all transactions in the Philippines, including employer-employee relationship. Now, this law, the civil code of the Philippines, is a very old law. Pero ito po yung pinaka-fundamental, pinaka-basic law na nagugovern sa relationship ng employer at ng employee. Hindi po labor code. Of course, everyone knows that we have the labor code of the Philippines. But even prior to the labor code, we have the civil code. And of course, employer-employee relationship is a contractual relationship. It is governed by a contract. Kaya nga tawag natin dyan, employment contract. Eh. Meaning, the employer and the employee is bound by a contract, by an agreement, a legally binding agreement. And under the civil code, meron po tayong article na governing situations like this. It is Article 1711 of the civil code. Now, this article has been declared to be repealed already. Sinabi po ng Supreme Court in one of the recent decisions dated in 2022, last year lang po. Finally, sinetel na po ng Supreme Court kung anong status nitong Article 1711 of the Civil Code. Ano po ba ang laman ng 1711? Of course, you can Google it. Google Article 1711. But essentially, what does the Civil Code says? It says that as a general rule, if it is a work-related death, work-related injury, work-related illness, sagot po ng employer yan. Lahat ng nangyari sa employee, yung hospitalization, medication, therapy, loss income opportunity, yung hindi siya makapagtrabaho at wala siyang, yung nabalian siya na na baldado, whatever, namatay. Lahat po yan, lahat po ng consequences nung incident na yun, whether it's death, injury, or illness, sagot po lahat yan ng employer. Yan po ang general rule. That is what provided in Article 1711. Of course, there are exceptions to the general rule. May mga situations na hindi naman po liable si employer, especially if self-inflicted, di ba? Ano ba? Nag-suicide si employee. Or if the employee is negligent, siya mismo yung may kasalanan, siya mismo yung hindi sumusunod sa mga utos, or siya mismo yung negligent sa safety and health. So pwede pong makaiwas si employer, lalong-lalo na kung hindi po siya nagkulang sa paalala 
sa mga employee niya. So, but that is the exception to the general rule. Now, the problem with Article 1711 uh, of the Civil Code, hindi po ito automatic. In case the employer does not want to voluntarily shoulder whatever, now hospital expense, doctor, therapy, medication, lost income opportunities, in case the employer does not want to pay for them or settle or give whatever is needed by the employee, ang punta po ng employee ay sa husgado, sa court. The employee has to file a civil case. Sometimes uh, pwedeng criminal case, depende po sa situation. But that's the law and that's the rule during that time. no? So halimbawa, may employee na aksidente and then syempre under 1711, Article 1711 of the Civil Code, ang nakalagay doon, general rule, employer pays for everything. Eh kulang at uh, ayaw ng magbayad ni employer, no? kulang, kulang yung for doctors, for hospital, for medicine, kulang, for therapy, kulang, swe uh, swe uh, additional compensation for lost income, lost salary, lost wages and benefits, kulang, ayaw magbayad ni employer. So ano po ang recourse ng isang employee? Pupunta pa po siya sa court, whether sa regional trial court or sa metropolitan or municipal trial court, depende po sa hinihingi niyang damages or other claims. Now, medyo masalimuot po yun because you have to get a lawyer and you have to file a case. And it's a civil case. Medyo mabigat po ang laban dyan, no? Although, most of the time, nananalo naman ang mga employees if they can prove that the death, injury, or illness is work-related. However, as declared by the Supreme Court. Officially, nagkaroon po kasi ng maraming debate eh, whether Article 1711 is still um, valid or whether it's already repealed. So finally, in a decision last year, 2022, and you can Google this, July 19, 2022, in the case of Ocean Marine, Resources Corporation versus Jenny Rose Nedic. No? Again, it's a case decided by the Supreme Court on July 19, 2022, entitled Ocean Marine Resources Corporation versus Jenny Rose Nedic. The Supreme Court finally put to rest the issue on whether employees can still invoke Article 1711. Sinabi po ng Supreme Court, hindi na. Article 1711 has already been repealed. Ano po ang batas na nag-repeal sa Article 1711 of the Civil Code? It is the Labor Code. no? Labor Code po ang nag-repeal ng Article 1711. So, since repealed na po ang Article 1711, ano po ngayon ang batas sa kasalukuyan? Ang sinasabi po ng Labor Code, Ang mga employees who suffered work-related death, injury, or illness will be, as a general rule, will be compensated by the welfare agencies of the government. No? Ano po itong mga welfare agencies? SSS, Social Security System, PhilHealth, no? 
and the Employees' Compensation Commission, which manages the state insurance fund. So meron po kasing hinuhulug-hulugan ang mga employers sa bawat employees niya required po. Kaya mandatory po yan yung SSS, yung PhilHealth. And when you remit, when an employer remits the SSS contribution, kasama na po dyan ang contribution sa employees' compensation, which goes to the state insurance fund, which is managed by the Employees' Compensation Commission. So hindi po natin nakikita yan. Parang lump together na po yan sa SSS remittances and contribution natin. <clears throat> now, if an employee suffers death and it's work-related, then may additional po na makukuha siya from the ECC, from the State Insurance Fund. So SSS na po, ECC at PhilHealth, ang magte-take care as a general rule. Yan lang po ang kailangan. No? So anong obligation employer pag may nangyaring ganyan, accident or incident in the workplace? Tulungan lang niya kung namatay si employee, tulungan niya yung family na mag-claim sa SSS at sa Employees Compensation Commission. Kung na-hospital, nagkasakit, kailangan then mag-claim din sa PhilHealth. Of course, mandatory yan. Required ang employer to religiously remit its proper contribution. Kaya po, bawal po na hindi mag-remit kasi kaya nga po ni-repeal yung Article 1711. Ito na po ang papalit doon sa dating batas. That's why all employers must remit regardless of the status of the employee kahit regular or non-regular. No? Kasi kahit hindi ka naman regular, pwede kang ma-aksidente, pwede kang mamatay, pwede kang magkasakit, pwede kang ma-injure, ma masugatan sa workplace. It does not mean na regular lang ang mabibigyan ng tulong, ng ayuda, ng SSS, ECC, and PhilHealth. So all employees, whether regular or non-regular, are covered. Mandatory po yan. Covered because... These things can happen, no? These incidents, these untoward incidents and accidents can happen in the workplace. So, wala pong uh, bias for or against. Hindi po din i-distinguish kung regular, project, casual, contractual ang, ang isang employee. Basta po, siya po ay covered, nagtatrabaho, kailangan po mag-contribute para just in case may mangyari. May pagkukunan po, no? May pagkukunan ang employee may pagkukunan sa employer na ayuda na tulong sa employee. Now, that is the general rule. Ito po ang mga agencies na sasagot. Wala na pong Article 1711. However, ito po, there's an exception. Paano po kung may kasalanan si employer? Nangyayari po yan. Negligence employer. Like hindi po siya tumutupad sa occupational safety and health standards, hindi nagbibigay ng appropriate personal protective equipment or PPE. Walang mga safety signage. No? Walang mga training. Walang safety officer. Walang health personnel that are duly trained by duly accredited training centers. No? These are violations of the occupational safety and health standards. May batas po tayo dyan. And in fact, ang mga DOLE inspectors and even uh, delegated officials from the LGU 
goes around and inspect for safety and health issues sa lahat ng establishment, sa lahat ng workplace. Kinokol yung attention ng lahat ng employer, lahat ng management. Now, pag negligent po ang isang employer at fault or negligent, hindi siya tumupad sa mga regulations on safety, health, and uh, sometimes environment regulation, no, pwede po siyang panagutin over and above what is being paid by SSS, PhilHealth, and ECC. Bakit? Kasi negligent siya eh. May kasalanan siya eh. Siya yung dahilan kung bakit namatay si employee. Siya yung dahilan kung bakit nasaktan si employee, na-injure. Siya yung dahilan kung bakit nagkasakit si employee. So ito po, hindi na po Article 1711 ang gagamitin to claim against the employer. There are other provisions in the labor code Uh, in, sorry, in the civil code that can be used to claim against an employer that is at fault or negligent in complying with occupational safety and health standards. No? Of course, meron ding administrative fine yan. No? Pag, pag nagkaroon kasi ng death in the workplace, injury in the workplace, um, matik yan. Di dole, pag nabalitaan nila, may namatay, nagkaaroon ng aksidente, nagpapadala po talaga sila kaagad ng inspector to check kung may violation si employer sa any occupational safety and health standards. No? At kung meron, syempre may findings yan, findings of violation. And that is proof, that is already evidence that the employer somehow is at fault or negligent and it can be used by an employee or the kung namatay si employee by the heirs by the family of the employee to claim additional damages against the employer kasi negligence employer eh walang safety officer walang first aider walang first aid kit walang PPE walang mga safety signages walang training alam niyo po ba required po ngayon ang lahat ng establishment to conduct mandatory 8 hour orientation for all employees regardless of rank, regardless of position, kay presidente ka man or ikaw yung pinakamababa at pinaka uh, mababang ranking at pinakabagong employee, everyone has to undergo the mandatory 8-hour orientation on occupational safety and health concerns no? in the workplace. Required po yan. At pag yan po, may checklist po yan pag sa mga checklist na yan ay may puwang, may X mark because hindi compliant, pwede po yung gamitin ng employee to file a claim against the employer. Now, ito pong claim na ito, ito po ay ipapile sa court. Sa korte po ito ipapile. No? At ito po, ang tawag po dito ay quasi-delic or tort. And of course, ang pwedeng hingin employee dyan, damages, lost income opportunity, additional uh, uh, payment for the hospitalization, kung namatay si employee, burial and lost income opportunity, at lahat po ng consequences nung accident, nung death, nung injury, nung illness na yon, pwedeng i-claim against the employer. Why? Because the employer has been negligent and at, or at fault in complying with occupational safety and health standards. Kaya ganyan pong kaimportante ang OSH standards. Ganyan pong kaimportante na meron po ang mga employer ng Occupational Safety and Health Committee. By the way, that's a mandatory committee. 
required po ang mga employers to have the Occupational Safety and Health Program or policies. Required po sila to have at the very least at least one first aider and depending on the size of the company, the number of employees that they have, they need they may need additional health personnel like depending po sa number of employees, they might need a nurse whether part-time or full-time and uh, a health and occupational health physician depending po sa sa nature sa weather hazardous or um, less risky yung workplace so meron po tayong regulations diyan uh, pero po ang basic po diyan dapat lahat ng companies lahat ng establishment ay magtatayo ng isang working committee yung OSH committee occupational safety and health committee and meron lahat silang safety officer no responsible po dapat magaling po dapat ang safety officer ng mga companies kasi nga baka po pag may nangyaring ganyan accident or incidents pagbayarin po ang isang employer sa lahat-lahat lahat ng damages na na para po ma-compensate ang isang employee na unfortunately either namatay na injure or nagkasakit. Okay? So we are going to take questions from the audience before we go to another topic. Baka po may mga question, Miss Sigrid, no? Tingnan natin, baka may clarifications or questions regarding occupational safety and health, regarding injuries, regarding death or illness in the workplace. Do we have any question, Miss Sigrid? Um, dito sir, yung si Miss Deb po, nag-send po siya ng 50 stars sa Facebook. So thank you Miss Deb. Yung mga follow-up question po, nandito rin po sa Facebook. Um, sabi po ni Miss Connie, Attorney Paul, what if sa out-of-town company outing something hmm. happened? Ano pong pananagutan ni employer? Okay. So, out of town, nag-outing or whatever, no? outside of the workplace, in short, outside of the workplace. So, maraming nang, nangyayari ganyan. No? Uh, minsan kasi may mga messengers tayo, minsan may mga marketing, may sales na lumalabas sa office, messenger liaisons, or sometimes uh, uh, papa-attend natin on official business, or um, yan, company outing, team building, nangyayari outside the workplace. Now, what what is important is whether or not it is work related or not kasi po pag work related may additional claim si employee pwede po siya magclaim in addition to what the sss will provide to what the philhealth will provide as benefits pwede pa po siya magclaim ng ecc yung ecc benefits po that, that is for Work-related death, work-related injury, or work-related illness, kailangan lang po may proof that the employee is performing his job or while in the line of duty, nung uh, nagkasakit siya, na-aksidente, or namatay. No? And then may additional claim po yan. So of course, the employer has to facilitate the claim, work-related po. Now, yan po yung sinasabi ko, general rule, no? Kung ang employer ay wala namang fault, wala namang negligence, hanggang dyan lang po talaga. And kung kulang po, usually kulang, ganyan mo naman, naman po talaga, usually kulang po yung PhilHealth, 
kulang yung SSS at kulang din yung ECC. So, pwede pa bang pagbayarin si employer? Now, if the employer is not at fault or negligent, wala po siyang legal obligation. Pero of course, since employee niya yon and ginagawa naman ng employee yung kanyang trabaho when the accident or the incident happen, it's moral obligation. Moral obligation na po ng isang employer na mag-ayuda, magbigay ng financial support, magbigay ng financial assistance. Hindi na po yung legal obligation. It's a moral obligation. So, ibig sabihin, voluntary po, out of generosity, humanitarian concern. And that's why it is best practice, dahil alam natin kulang ang SSS, PhilHealth, and ECC. It is best practice for all employers to get additional insurance. Group insurance, accident insurance, and even HMO kung kaya po sa budget. No? Best practice po yan. It is not Mandatory, it is not required for employers to get all this insurance, all this HMO, pero things can happen eh, and things can really be bad for the employee who is affected or the family of the employee who is affected. That's why insurance and HMO is really best practice because it, they, it can help a lot in times of need. But in terms kung mapapagbayad ba natin si employer, Kung wala po siyang fault or negligence, kung totally innocent po si employer, wala po. Ang gandun lang, SSS, PhilHealth, and ECC lang po. Okay. May follow-up question ba, Ms. Sigrid? Mayroon pa pong question from Mr. Bonsh Batibot. Good morning po, attorney. I was working as a nurse in a COVID monitoring ward back in 2021. Nahawa po ako ng COVID habang nasa duty. Na-admit po ako doon din sa mismong hospital. Am I entitled mm-hmm. for free hospitalization? Kasi akala ko free po yung room but after a year, pinadalhan po ako ng demand letter na magbayad. Okay. Okay, thank you. No? Unfortunate yung nangyari sa'yo. And uh, saludo po kami sa lahat ng mga nurses and health workers, mga doctors who during the time of pandemic, lalo nung wala pang mga uh, vaccines, eh talagang nandyan frontliners. No? And uh, unfortunate po at napadalan po kayo ng demand letter. Now, as I was saying, if, if, no, if your employer is not at fault or negligent, in complying with any occupational safety and health standards. Totally innocent siya sa unfortunate na nangyari sa inyo na hawa kayo sa COVID at na-hospitalize pa. Siguro it's a severe or critical case of COVID. Hanggang dun lang po talaga ang legal obligation ng isang innocent employer who is not at fault or negligent in complying with occupational safety and health standards. Hanggang SSS, hanggang PhilHealth, at hanggang ECC, hanggang dyan lang po. No? Of course, uh, the employer has to facilitate. And as I was saying, anything above that, it's already moral obligation na po. Hindi na po legal. Moral obligation. Now, ang moral obligation po, hindi po pwedeng i-demand yan. Request lang po yan. Dahil voluntary po yan. Humanitarian concern ayuda. So, ang suggestion ko po sa inyo, Kung wala kayong basis, no? kasi kung ang employer nyo, if the employer is at fault, no? if you have proof, if you have evidence, if you have witnesses na yung employer nyo is negligent 
or at fault in complying with occupational safety and health standards. So kayo, syempre, may standard yan. Every hospital has standards, every clinic has standards, no? highest standard yan. Kung may fault or negligence po yung inyong employer, then yes, pwede pong i-demand nyo. That's the legal obligation of an employer who is at fault or negligent in complying with occupational safety and health standards. Pero kung wala po tayong evidence, kung wala po tayong proof at wala tayong witnesses na na nag-violate or negligent or at fault ang isang employer, then hanggang dyan lang po talaga. Of course, ang suggestion ko po sa inyo, sa, uh, ano naman, sulatan nyo po, sabihin nyo naman for humanitarian consideration since you're a frontliner, no? um, invoke their moral obligation to assist you, to give you financial assistance because uh, uh, nagsilbi naman kayo, uh, nagpakabayani kayo, buwis buhay yung ginawa ninyo and you deserve some consideration. Yun po ang ma-advise ko sa inyo. Miss Sigrid, do we have um, other questions on the subject matter? Meron pa po sir from Miss Deb. Paano po if cause ng illness ay pre-existing tapos hindi mm -hmm. alam ni employer at hindi rin po regular employee kundi casual laborer? May para nagbutong po ba si employer? Okay, so balik tayo sa general rule. No? Balik tayo sa general rule. Ang pananagutan lang ni employer under the new setup, under the new legal framework, SSS PhilHealth pag-ibig, no? May additional pananagutan lang si employer kung negligent or at fault si employer, no? Now, that requires evidence, that requires witnesses, that requires proof, and you have to file a case in court. So, on general rule, SSS, PhilHealth, ECC lang po. Now, precondition, uh, pre-existing condition, ECC po ang magdedetermine kung yan ay work-related illness. So meron na po silang menu dyan, meron na silang method on how to determine if it is a work-related illness or not. No? Minsan, dinideny po. No? Ang, ang claim nyo po, ipapile nyo po sa SSS, uh, ikiklaim nyo po na work-related to and therefore may additional compensation based on ECC. Now sometimes, ididenay po yan ng SSS. Sasabihin nila, Ah, uh, itong illness na ito hindi to work related so denied hanggang ang claim lang is SSS and PhilHealth hindi ididenay yung ECC claim. Pwede pong mag-appeal. Pwede pong mag-appeal. Yung denial ng SSS pwede pong i-appeal yan. And then you just have to present proof that it's really a work related illness. Ang illness po kahit na yan ay pre-existing, it can be aggravated. No? May uh, mga expert po, I'm not a doctor, sorry, but uh, ganyan po, that's how they look at illnesses. No? Even if it's a pre-existing illness, if the work, no? if the nature of the work causes the illness to manifest, to, to, to worsen, to be aggravated, then it might be declared as work-related illness. No? Sila po ang magdedetermine yan. So ang suggestion ko, Apil lang ng apil. No? Sayang naman, no? kailangan nating suportahan sa employee, patunayan that it is work-related. 
Okay, pero yon kung hindi at totally hindi alam ni employer and then compliant naman siya sa work uh, sa occupational safety and health standards hanggang doon lang po ang obligation niya, no? SSS, PhilHealth and ECC. Now, baka magtanong po kayo ito. I, I think hindi ko to na discuss, no? Ano po ba ang mga occupational safety and health standards na kailangang sagot ni ni employer? Ito po, no? Make aside from he- having a committee, aside from having safety officers, aside from having uh, health personnel like uh, first aider, kailangan rin po ang mga employers ay ready to provide emergency assistance, no? Halimbawa, may nasaktan, may nasugatan, may nahulog, may nabalian, may whatever na aksidente, may nahimatay, may may inatake sa workplace while performing work. Part of the occupational safety and health standards of every establishment is first aid, no? First aid dapat yung unang lunas and emergency support and assistance. So pag sinabi nating emergency support and assistance, required po yan na meron kayong first aider, second, may first aid kit kayo, third, meron po kayong uh, plan of action pag may mga nangyayaring ganyan, how to bring the employee to the nearest emergency room. Obligation po yan employer, no? Whether by ambulance, whether by company vehicle, whether by uh, magtatawag kayo ng taxi or whatever, public utility vehicle, dapat po ready yan. Part of the plan. No? Kasama po dapat yan sa programs and policies nyo. How to deal with emergency situation. Naka-in-place na po yan. Matic na po yan. Automatic. And sometimes dapat uh, meron kayong mga uh, drills. No? Drills. Emergency drills. So, dadalhin nyo sa nearest emergency room. Lahat po ng expenses ng employee sa emergency room, sagot po ni employer yon Because that's part of the uh, emergency medical assistance. no So, from, from first aid to emergency room and all expenses in the emergency room, Sagot po yan, employer. Demandable po yan. It's a legal obligation, hindi po yan moral obligation. However, once the employee is already out of the emergency room, yan na po, no? tapos na po yung legal obligation ni employer dyan. Kung siya ay innocent, kung si employer ay innocent or wala siyang violation sa occupational safety and health standards, hanggang dun lang po ang sagot ni employer. Up to emergency room expenses. Okay. Any additional question, Ms. Sigrid? Meron pa dito, sir. Last two. Mm-hmm. Um, from Ms. Geraldine Ariola. Should the company pay the government benefits, SSS, PhilHealth, Pag-ibig to part-time workers? Rendering lang kasi only for four hours a day. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, Geraldine. Kailangan po. Whether they are part-time or non-regular, employers has to pay. And best practice po yan, in case of doubt, Ang suggestion ko po sa inyo, in case of doubt, you doubt because part-time lang, 
because hindi naman siya regular in case of doubt no mag-remit po tayo mag-contribute bakit kasi sinasabi ko po sa inyo you don't know what the future holds you don't know what will happen in the future what accidents what injuries what illnesses can happen in the future what emergencies can happen in the future tulong po ito no tulong po ito sa mga employees so better in case of doubt mag-contribute mag-remit po kasi 'di ba maliit na bagay lang po 'yan no and then sa SSS PhilHealth naman may table of contributions naman diyan kung part-time siya o uh, dahil sa maliit lang ang sweldo niya dahil part-time dahil contractual dahil irregular siya yung kanyang work schedule ano naman diyan eh may corresponding uh, amount no pwedeng yung kung talaga mababa yung kanyang natatanggap because uh, irregular yung kanyang work schedule you can always go for the lowest bracket no doon po kayo sa lowest bracket and maliit lang pong amount yon okay and malaking bagay po yon pag may nangyaring mga ganitong incidents go ahead miss sigrid next question Um, the other question po is from Mr. L. Alisir. Hi, attorney. The Dolly Laws po ba ay applicable sa mga NGO and non-profit company tulad ng schools? Meron din po kasing sariling rulings yung DepEd. Sino po ba dapat masundin na rules between DepEd at Dolly? Thank you for answering. Ang sundin po natin yung mas strict. Ayan. Ayun yung ano... Uh, general rule of thumb, no? Always follow the stricter guidelines. Now, if if you are an NGO, you're a private establishment, no? Whether you're non-profit or for-profit, basta nasa private sector po kayo, you are subject to labor laws. No? Covered po kayo ng labor laws, basta nasa private sector. Even if, as long as you're a private school, whether you're an NGO or a private school, even if you're Uh, not for profit or non-profit, non-stock, as long as you're in the private sector, covered po kayo ng dole regulation. Now, uh, there are regulatory agencies that, uh, like the DepEd in case of schools, that um, also can issue regulations. No, So, ang, ang, ang rule of thumb po dyan, kung anong mas strict, yun po ang sundin nyo. And you will never go wrong. Okay. Next, Miss Sigrid. Meron dito sir from Miss Ikay. Hi attorney, yung OSH committee need po ba na employee lahat ng member? Ah, uh, Miss Ikay, nakalagay naman po 'yan yung composition ng OSH committee. We have an implementing rules and regulation on the composition. Ang basic membership po niyan, of course, ay uh, merong employer representative at may employee representative dyan sa committee na yan. Now, of course, yung employee representative, yung safety officer who are uh, supposed to be member of the committee, yung uh, health personnel, uh, mga employees po yan, automatically employees. Now, yung representative of the employer... Um, Pwedeng employee, pwedeng hindi. Kasi minsan, uh, 
ideally po ang ang uh, employer representative is the employer himself lalo na kung sole proprietorship however the sole proprietor or the um, let's say one person corporation opc can always delegate no importante diyan may employer representative who may or may not be an employee Okay. Tapos uh, ito pala in, in addition, you can invite no yung nakalagay naman yan sa regulation, yun yung minimum requirement no. Uh, of course, you can invite uh, consultants if you want. Wala naman wag lang kulang, pero pwedeng sobra. Pwede pong sobra. You can invite external consultant to assist the committee. No problem po. It's not a violation. Hindi po masama yun. You want to invite an, a consultant on safety. You want to invite a consultant on health. You want to invite a legal consultant to be part of the committee who are non-employees. Uh, there's no violation. Wala pong masama doon. Basta yung basic requirement po sa uh, implementing rules and regulation, makomply natin, employer representative, employee representative, and there must be the safety officer who is uh, supposed to be the uh, secretary of the committee, yung uh, designated uh, safety officer po. Meron pa, may secret related dito sa topic natin. Meron na sir, last na po, from Ms. Laura. Okay. Um, hi, attorney. Question po, what if contributory si employee sa accident? Example, mm -hmm. nagulog sa chair kasi mali ang pagkakaupo or forcefully nirecline ang chair. Ano po, liability ni company or up to what extent po ang financial assistance? Medical lang po or pati po loss of work hours? Okay, so as I was saying, no, um, I hope you you watch the replay of this uh, episode, no, na na na, na discuss ko na po yan, Miss uh, Laura, no, I think you're a latecomer. Ma, ano po ito? May replay po nito, mapapanood yung mamaya, rewind yung po at makukuhan yung po yung sagot. Anyway, just to uh, give you a short answer, uh, if the employer has no fault, lalo na ito. The employee is the one who caused the, the, the injury or the accident. Ang liability lang po ng employer dyan is uh, kung ano yung uh, to, to facilitate the SSS, PhilHealth, and ECC claim. No, yun lang po. No, yung ayuda, kaya nga po tinawag natin ayuda yan, it's just a moral uh, obligation. Hindi po yan legal obligation. So kung ano po ang... Uh, based on generosity, based on budget, kung anong mabibigay na assistance to employer. Wala pong legal compulsion, no legal obligation. It's just a moral obligation. Tulong lang sa employee. No? Kasi innocent naman si employer and in this situation that you said, kasalanan naman pala ni employee. Hanggang dun lang po. Okay? So, punta tayo sa question number two. Meron yata tayo. Andito pa ba si, ano? si Miss Marivic? Uh, Ms. Sigrid, pagbigyan natin si Ms. Maribic, who is our studio guest. Andito pa ba siya? Meron siyang question na pinadala sa atin. Is she here? O basahin natin yung kanyang question kung uh, 
Yes, sir. Nandito po si Ms. Marivic. Okay. Yung Sige. Um, attorney Paul, outsourcing po kami. Paano po kung ang regular employee namin na deploy sa client ay gustong papalitan? Since wala na kami mapaglagyan sa kanya, ano po ang possible na gawin na hindi na magbayad ng separation pay? And then number hmm. two, in the event na mag-complain sa dole ang employee, liable din po ba ang client or ang employer lang? Okay, thank you Miss Marivic. Pakinggan natin si Miss Marivic. Kumusta? Good morning. Can you can you unmute your mic? Ayan. Hi, good morning Attorney Paul. Hi Ma- Miss Marivic, thank you for guesting and thank you for your question. So may ano lang ako clarifications lang dito sa question mo. You said you are outsourcing BPO ba kayo? You're part of the BPO industry? Oh, Mount, manpower. Manpower, sir. Ah, manpower. Yung mga clients ninyo, local lang, nandito lang sa Pilipinas? Yes po, correct. Ah, okay. So, man, manpower outsourcing local, no? Hindi kayo yung uh, foreign clients. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. So, balik tayo sa question mo. Paano kung may regular employee kayo na diniploy nyo, tapos gustong papalitan ni client, normal yan, pag yung client hindi na... Uh, happy or satisfied sa performance or sa quality of work being delivered by your regular employee, talaga pong nire-request ng mga clients na pwede magpadala kayo ng mas magaling, mas masipag, mas masino, mas meticulous to details and everything. no? So, nangyayari po yan. So, ang inyong situation, wala kayong mapaglagyan do sa regular employee nyo na pinapa-recall nung client. So, there are two ways to deal with it. Uh, actually, three ways. no Three ways to deal with it. The, the first way is kausapin nyo si employee at kausapin nyo si client and ask for a second chance. no Sabihin nyo si employee o employee, um, hindi maganda ang feedback sa iyo ng client. Nagre-request na ikaw ay Uh, tanggalin, palitan, ano ba ang problem, baka pwedeng, ano, then, baka pwedeng mag-improve ka, galingan mo naman, sipagan mo, agahan mo, and everything, and be, be more courteous. And then you can ask the client not to give the employee a second chance kasi pinagsabihan nyo na, kinausap nyo na. So that, that's, the, that's the first thing. That's really the best, no? That you mentor, you coach, you counsel, you train the employee to be a better employee, lalo na regular siya. So para, and then you try to convince your client. Second chance po, no? Uh, and then, kung talaga, uh, hindi talaga nag-improve, hindi na satisfy si client, then you can go to the employee, eh, papaano, um, ayaw talaga ni client, hindi ka nag-improve, etc. So, ano ngayon ang pwede niyong gawin? So, dalawa, No? Kung wala talaga kayong pwedeng mapaglagyan, uh, that's a situation of redundancy. So talaga pong may separation pay yan. Pag nag-layoff po kayo, permanent layoff, ang tawag dyan, matatanggalan siya ng trabaho, you are required to pay separation pay because that's a situation of redundancy. Wala na kayong mapaglagyan. No? At uh, allowed naman po yan kasi hindi naman pwede na uh, you have excess uh, than what you need. Uh, but you just have to comply with the legal requirements. Ang third that you can do 
is to put the employee on floating status or temporary layoff. Yung temporary layoff, hindi nyo po siya tinatanggal, hindi po siya permanent layoff, hindi siya terminated. However, dahil sa at present, wala kayong mapaglipatan sa kanya wherein he would be required to work and render services. And of course, pag nagre-render siya ng services, kailangan may sweldo. Hindi naman pwede yung babayaran nyo siya tapos wala naman siyang trabaho, di ba? Unfair yun, no? Uh, meron tayong principle, no work, no pay. If there's no work at hindi naman kasalanan ng employer na walang work, no? No pay for the employee. So you can float the employee for, um, as a general rule, maximum period of six months, no? Six months, pwede nyo siyang ihanap. But under department order, 174-17 which is the implementing rules and regulations for job contractors for service contractors or yung tinatawag nating quote unquote manpower industry shortened po yung period no under certain circumstances the period that is given to agencies to manpower service providers is not the 6 month period but the 3 month period but under certain circumstances. So you have to check the situation whether it will fall under the general rule of the six months floating period or the shortened period of three months only. Yung pong three months period na yun or six months, whichever, no work, no pay po yun. No? Hindi po siya terminated. However, ang suggestion ko po, best practice, kahit po yan ay no work, no pay, since employee nyo pa rin siya, Ito po, no? strong recommendation and strong suggestion. I-continue pa rin po yung SSS PhilHealth Pag-ibig. Why? Because they are still your employee. And then select na lang yung lowest bracket. And uh, you might uh, say na, eh wala namang pagkukunan kasi wala naman siyang sweldo, no work, no pay. I-consider nyo na lang po yun na ayuda or financial assistance. Why? Because employee nyo pa rin siya. And while he's an employee, baka may mangyari sa kanyang any untoward incident or accident, <clears throat> sayang naman po yon yung hindi niya makuha yung full benefit from SSS, PhilHealth, and um, ECC. So, yan. So, number two, yung second question nyo, in the event, mag-complain sa dole ang employee, liable din po ba ang client or ang employer lang? Now, depende po yan sa situation. Case-to-case uh, -case basis po. There are times na liable din po yung client nyo or yung tinatawag nating principal uh, under certain situations. And one of them is if you are engaged in the prohibited practice known as labor-only contracting or LOC. Pag kayo po ay na-declare, no? Uh, after investigation, after position paper has been submitted and you were found out to be engaged in the prohibited practice known as labor-only contracting, then your client, your principal, eh damay po. No? Liable po siya. In fact, yung liability niya is that he will be considered, the, the, your client, your principal, will be considered as the real employer of your workers, of your deployed workers, siya po ang sasabihin, i-declare na tunay, genuine, real employer ng mga deployed workers nyo if you are found to be engaged in LOC or labor-only contracting. Now, 
kahit po kayo ay hindi LOC and you are not doing this prohibited activity of labor-only contracting, there are times that the principal or the client may still be held liable uh, in case uh, may mga claims, no, yung unpaid wages, uh, not uh, not complying with minimum wage, unpaid benefits, um, unpaid or underpaid separation pay, pwede pong habulin yung principal sa mga money claims ng inyong employee kung hindi nyo po binayaran, pwede pong madawit si client principal doon. No, kahit po walang LOC, basta may money claims, no, pwede po silang ma-hold liable. So, Ms. Mavic, do you have any follow-up questions or clarification? By the way, ang oras natin ay 2 minutes na lang tayo, hanggang 11 a.m. lang po tayo. So, go ahead, Ms. Mavic. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Attorney Paul. That uh, helps me a lot para ma, ano, mas maintindihan yung situation. Yes, and good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck sa pagkausap. Uh, mahirap yan. Ang, ang naintindihan ko yung situation mo. You have to you have to do shuttle diplomacy. Ganyan talaga. Okay. I have many clients correct, who are correct. job contractors, serve, service. Alam mo, yung mga customers, yung mga clients, they are, they feel na, syempre, they are the most important customer and you want to satisfy them para ma-renew ang inyong service agreement. So you have to make correct. them happy. But at the same time, kailangan din ng unawa from your employees kasi alam naman natin na andaling pumunta sa dole, andaling mag-file ng labor case. So kailangan uh, diplomacy, managing of expectation of both your clients and both your employees, kailangan lang. And sometimes kailangan um, uh, you have to appeal to them, ano, magkakasama tayo dito, um, uh, bayanihan and malasakit yon. So ganun lang, um, cultivate good relationship para hindi po mauwi yan sa labor complaint. Thank you Thank for you your so question. Thank you so much for joining and for attending my concern kahit po out of the topic. <laughs> oh, oh, okay lang yan. Kasi yung, ano, yung first topic natin, that's just, ano, yan yung banner or teaser question natin para, ma, para ma-entice, ma-inganyo yung mga viewers natin at panoorin. However, talaga, pag may time pa tayo, we, we entertain uh, questions, lalo na from the audience and uh, from our Ay, yung mga nag-submit doon sa ating survey form. Yeah, by the way, nag-send out kami ng mga ng survey form at uh, kung interested kayo, no, just uh, go to our social media sites and our online communities. We post the link of our survey form para uh, makuha natin yung mga uh, questions nyo kasi ginagather namin yan at sineselect namin every episode yung mga frequently asked question, yung mga uh, kumbaga, mga Minsan mga Hall of Fame na question, paulit-ulit katulad nung Certificate of Employment. Yan. Okay, it's already 11.01. Ako, meron pa tayong ano, hindi nasagot na mga questions. But uh, meron naman tayong episodes na darating pa. And kung hindi naman nasagot yan, uh, allow me to invite you to our online communities in Facebook, in LinkedIn, and in YouTube. No? Uh, kung may time po tayo, binibisi-bisita ko yan, sinecheck ko yung mga comment sections. And uh, kung may time tayo, sinasagot po natin yan. Kung hindi man ako sasagot, sinasagot yan ng mga other lawyers, lalo na ni Attorney Marvin Garland. Yan, masipag yan. Co-founder ko sa aming law office, uh, Sanggalang and Garland Business Lawyers. Kung hindi po ako sumasagot, kalimitan si Attorney Marvin 
Garland answers your questions. Okay, so kailangan ko na pong magpaalam. At uh, thank you for dropping by. I know your time is precious, your time is valuable, and thank you for dropping by. Thank you for your questions. Kung wala po yung mga tanong nyo, wala pong Ask Attorney Paul. Wala pong programa na Ask Attorney Paul. Yung mga tanong nyo, yung mga questions nyo, nagbibigay buhay dito sa ating uh, program na ito. Okay, so papaalam na po. Goodbye. Thank you. Maraming salamat. Thank you. Bye. Viewing and listening to our contents do not create any client-lawyer relationship. Whatever comments and recommendations that we give during our sessions are strictly for educational, information, and training purposes only. Please engage a trusted and reliable lawyer for legal advice and professional services. Thank you.